grew up in New York. Um, my early childhood is Jamaica, but for the most part, New York City. You grew up in New York City? Where were you born? I was born in Kingston Jubilee Hospital, from what I'm told. Mm -hmm. what time, what, how old were you when you came to the U.S.? I believe I was eight or nine, somewhere between that. So the first place I lived, I think it was Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. It was um, Hancock Street. So after that, I moved to Roosevelt Projects. How long did you live there? Oh, wow. So I, I, I'm not even sure, which is weird, but um, I know that I moved, well, my family moved out maybe when I was about 16. My life from Jamaica, I, I guess I can remember from maybe around three. I came to America, I think I was about nine years old. It was like a culture shock. I lived on Hancock Street, I believe, from the time I was like nine to... I, I just remember being in the fourth grade in Roosevelt, so whatever the fourth grade age is. Mm -hmm. What do you remember about the projects? I remember like it was just, it was hard, it was tough, it was, it was like a culture shock. Because you know, in the projects, everything is so, it's like survival. So, survival mode. Do you have any good memories from the projects? I don't have really any good memories, but no. Where do you have good memories from? <laughs> well, I have good memories from the birth of my child, from my friendships. Um, I remember like one time in Jamaica, like I had a birthday cake which was a good memory, because, you know. But you know, I'm not like, things is, is different. It was a different time, so. You don't seem to have a lot of good memories. No, I wish I had more good memories. You think it's because you are repressing memories? I've been in therapy and everything lately, and I think because it's a place of trauma, for me, my childhood is coming from a place of trauma, so that's where my memories are based also. Got it. So, do you want to speak about that? So, the thing about trauma is, like, when you're going through trauma, like, it, it's taken me, now I'm 43 years old, I had a birthday the other day. And within the last recent years, like, the back of my mind, I kind of knew it's trauma, but like, the, it's don't, you know, it's like, oh no, this is trauma. Like, this is all coming from a place of trauma. So, the thing is, I'm just realizing that now, I'm just coming to terms with it, if you will. You know, so, yeah.
so, and because I'm just coming to terms with it, I'm just in a place of healing. You know, I feel like for the past, you know, with COVID and everything, I feel like I've just been in a a standstill. But I feel like it wasn't a bad standstill. It was a standstill of healing. It was time to face what I needed to face as much as I can. And it was a time for me to heal and face things that I didn't think I could face, but I did. And it was a time also of knowing that, like, I have people, I have a love. Um, because for me, my life was very much like white knuckling, if that's the correct term about it. Like, just doing everything, you know, just surviving and... For me now is a time of like healing and realizing that you need people to heal. You need people around you and you can't do it alone. How did you handle COVID? Well, to be honest, COVID wasn't re that bad for me just because of what I experienced prior to COVID. It was a time of isolation, of figuring things out. So, prior to COVID. Prior to COVID, because my I had like a spiritual awakening, and it started prior to COVID. COVID was like, you know, on top of everything else, like a real, for real, spiritual. Like, okay, things gotta change, kind of moment. So right. you've been working through something. What led you to that moment, to that spiritual awakening? Were you at a low point? Yeah. And also, I feel like, like, my life is filled with so much, I don't want to say trauma, but like, it's a lot. I lost two brothers. I lost a boyfriend, you know, like. You feel cheated by life? I don't know if cheated is the right word. I just feel like it is what it is. And actually, as far as like my awakening, I actually feel like even though it don't feel like it, even though it don't seem like it, even though, but everything in life that I experience is a blessing. It, it is not a coincidence. Um, I feel like, I feel like everything that happened always prepares me for what's to come, if that makes sense. And, you know, and also, I'm grateful because cheated and this. Sometimes I do get into my own head and I do get into, like, because I, I deal with a lot of, like, depression and stuff like that that I've always dealt with. But I know that, like, it could be worse. And I'm grateful for where I'm at. And I know everything is for my good. And it's for the for my blessing or for me to 
go to the next step of where I'm supposed to go. Are you doing anything to work through your depression? I've been in therapy. Do you recognize when you're becoming depressed? When you're having those low moments? Yeah, with therapy, definitely. And honestly, even before therapy, I started recognizing. Because for me, my depression is like, it was like something that I live with every day. It was like a cloud. The best that I could describe it is like I'll wake up and it will be a, a cloud that glooms over me every day. No matter what, that's just this. And, you know, it's like, okay, got to deal with getting up and this is that, the third. But when I noticed that it was depression, it was something wrong, is when I didn't start waking up with the cloud anymore. And I was like, whoa. How old were you when you first went to therapy? <sighs> Mid-twelve. And in, at 12, did you suffer from depression? I did. Did you get any medication or a combination of meds and therapy? I did. They did prescribe medications for me. However, I never took medications. Why? You know, I, I don't know. Because some part of me, even when I was younger, always felt like I don't want to depend on medication to feel better. How do you feel about that today? I feel like if it's necessary and it's something that you need, that that is something that if it could help you, then... Do you think that if you had taken meds when you were 12 and in your teenage years that things would have turned out differently? I don't know. I can't say. I went, through a, I went through a lot of shit as a kid. It was, actually, it was, you heard of the G building, right? Yeah. In, yeah. Yes, I, was I, in, I was in the E building. So the E building is for, like, I guess, teenagers and adolescents. And I was there. I did a little stint when I was, like, 15 because mm -hmm. I was suicidal. It was a suicide attempt. But I was there for, like, a couple of weeks. Why do you think you were um, suicidal? What? Was, and you know, yeah, can, no, is it because you didn't know how to handle the depression? You do you feel like, um, you felt alone, you know, or were you, were you fighting against something and you know, one was listening? Yeah, so for me, what I especially like recent, like when I was younger, I didn't know how to like really articulate myself or try to explain that what how it is for depression but as I got older for me what it was it's like imagine being in a bubble and you're in a bubble and you're like crying and screaming and crying for help and doing all these things and you know whatever but no one can hear you it's just silent even though like you're screaming so loud and you know so as an adult that that's what that was for me um as you know 15 16 
adolescent childhood, it was just like cope. I was trying to cope the best way I know how to. Did you Everything have... I did was coping. Did you feel alone? I felt very alone. I've always felt alone. Why do you think you've always felt alone? Where does that stem from? I think it stemmed from abandonment issues from my mom being in Jamaica, leaving when I was like around three years old. I, I think I understand and I get it and I, I get everything, but I feel like that's where it stems from. Yeah, I feel like that's where it stems from. I feel like um, not really being expected to understand and to know certain things and to process things at three years old. But like at the same time, I'm three years old, four years old, five years old, six years. Like Jamaican kids <laughs> is weird because Jamaican kids is like grown. If you even look at videos today, you know, they're like way more older than their time just because how they move and whatever, but mentally and then the the culture shock, you know, from being in America, from you know, coming from there, I think all of that have is 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 like a combination of a lot of things. Do you have any resentment towards your mom? Yes. I do. It's resentment that haunts me. It's resentment that pulls at my, the very pain of my soul every single day. is resentment that I repress but I cannot repress. I wake up angry. Why? Well, going through my spiritual journey and knowing what I know now, I know that like, it's really not about her. It's about me. And I guess the giving away of my power and you know, do but, you feel she abandoned you? I feel like she did what she had to do. I feel like she did what she thought was best. And she she did what she had to do in, a, in her mind frame of what she was going through. Do you forgive her for that? Yes. It's good. Yes. Because it's hard. hard is there something you'd like to tell your mom what I would like to tell my mom is I don't know what you've been through I can't understand it, but it should not let you
I shouldn't let you close yourself off from like real love. Because like hurt people hurt people. And I feel like you have to be really hurt. Because of the wall that you put up. I'm not here to hurt you. <laughs> but like the wall that you put up is like, and I know it's cause from protection. I know it comes from wherever it come from, but like it is not serving any purpose. It's just making it's just pushing people away. It's just making people not feel like it's safe. Like, it, it's not good. It's destructive. I know it comes from be having to be strong. I know it comes from survival, a survival mechanism or whatever. But, like, can I get a tissue? But you you have to like it's not cool because it for me what it does I can't speak for nobody else but what it does for me is like I don't like hard shit I don't like inorganic shit. I don't like fake shit. I don't. So it makes me harder to connect. And, it, you know, because it's like I can't be myself. I can't. I feel like I'm not accepted and I cannot be who I am. And I know I'm a wonderful person. Like. And. It's not conducive to my because it's like an opposite thing kind of going on like her wall a protection or defense mechanism it's like it's like my kryptonite to try to make more sense it it, it repels me and it doesn't do anything for us and it just make me not even want to like I, it, it makes me feel like I don't want to do this because there's nothing here it's nothing and I don't want to invest in anything. I want real. I want organic. I want good, bad, ugly. That's life. Like, that's a part. That's real. Like, perfection and glamour and things looking good. That's not real. Like, I'm, I feel like I come from an organic, and that's what I need. So, 
if that makes sense. I don't know if this sense. makes sense, but would you would you want to hear your mom's side of the story? I would love to hear my mom's side of the story because at least that let me it gives me a perspective and it gives me somewhere instead of pretending like you know, instead of pretending, period, like be real, be raw, because at least that's a a foundation. That's something I could draw would you, from. Would you respect her even if she told you something you did not want to hear? It's hard to hear things that you don't want to hear. But yeah, I feel like all genuine relationship comes from honesty and realness and love I feel like what I've learned at least from my healing that in order to receive stuff it has to be from a organic place and that's where it's at for me I don't I can't so yeah to answer the question I would respect that and it's a, a foundation because I don't know where to go. I don't know how to start. Well, you you can't know what's in her mind. No. Unless you have that conversation. Right. And that's something you want to do. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of her wrath. What is that? Like her pushback or because like when I, I I think when I try to ask my mom things I think she think I'm coming of a place from judging and but it's like I want to come from a place of understanding and it's like even asking a question like so what happened you know it's like offensive Cause it, 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 it insinuate like something was wrong with her upbringing or whatever, which is so ironic because I feel like that's the main problem I have with her because instead of like, for instance, if I feel strongly about something, instead of saying, okay, you, you're valid about your feelings about this, her reaction is like, oh, you're crazy. You're making this up. And that like right there is just, I can't. <laughs> like, I can't. Do you fear your mom? Yes. Tremendously. Wow. But You said you're 43? I'm 43. But I did. But now I'm 43. 43 years young. And um, I do fear her tremendously. But at the same time, I'm ready to face my fear. Why do you fear her, though? Judgment, criticism. What are you seeking from her? In the past, I would have said acceptance, but I'm not. I'm no longer seeking that because I know, like, how could I say it? Her acceptance is not like. I need my acceptance, if that makes sense. It, it, it's really not about her. 
whatever it is that I fear in her or seek or whatever, it's really not about her. It's really about me and what I need and what I need, you know? Is to- there something that between you two that you feel you need closure on? Yeah. I need to be honest. I need to say how I feel and how shit make me feel and not give a fuck about, you know? So yeah, I need closure on that. Cause I really, I feel like I never had a voice and that my voice is important and I'm important too. And yeah, yeah. Do you feel between you and your mom so you've never been able to see yourselves at the same level? I think in her mind, it is. And I believe in the past it was before, but I feel like with me knowing everything that I know, I realize like they don't know shit. I don't know shit. <laughs> we all just trying to figure it out. Like even as much as like, you don't know shit. So like, shut the fuck up. And I don't know shit. And I'm, you know, yeah, we all just trying to figure it out. When did you realize that, that your mom wasn't perfect? I always knew my mom wasn't perfect. When I was willing to admit to myself that she isn't and she don't know what's best, only been recent. But I felt that shit from the moment I was around her. The energy was off. I'm big on energy. Didn't even know it at the time, but I am. And the energy was always off. What led you to that point where you were able to overcome that um, idea that that she wasn't perfect? Like you just said recently. Mm-hmm. What led you to like that? Like recent, when I say recently, like within the last four or five years. Because... I feel like the things that I went through with her was really like the experiences that I had and the realizations that I had, like just, so that's a whole nother story, moving to Georgia and just. How did it go in Georgia? It was, it was horrific. It was like me living in the twilight zone. How, in what way? Like. Even though you think something in your mind or you think something might be possible, but to actually see it manifest and come to pass and seeing it actually happen in real time, it's it's shocking. Because at the end of the day, you feel like, you know, your parents are supposed to have your best interests, even if you can't see it. And, you know, and to realize that it's it's really... It's, it's hard. It's hard. But they're human beings. <laughs> and I guess that's to see them and see, that's you know. That's the hard part. Yeah, that, it's hard. That you, you, you may feel a certain way. Yeah. But you still realize yeah. that they don't know. Right. They are human. Right. They make mistakes. Yeah. They go through things just like you. Exactly. So how do you... 
take the time to to deal with the things when you know that they're broken too and obviously you mentioned that you lost two brothers mm -hmm. which means your mom lost two sons exactly so that's something that maybe you two don't talk about no we don't talk about and that's another thing in our family we don't talk about hard things we act like it's not there and you move on and like and you know it's happening but we don't do that and i i cannot do that anymore like anything anything traumatic anything hard do you think it's because of the trauma from losing your brothers that your family doesn't talk about things i think it's from that and i think that is beyond that like things that i don't even know about because we don't talk it's like oh move on and that's hard for me it and is. it's hard and especially like being the age i am now and everything and trying to process it like no the things these are real things Th this is significant this hurt I can't, I can't be like that. Oh, I'm trying not to be like that. When was the last time you saw your mom? When I left Georgia, which was about maybe 20, in a 2018, 2019. That's so the last time years. I actually, yeah, physically, yeah. More Do you like talk 2018. Often? Nope. Why? It's non-existent. Do you think uh, you can fix that? Or do you even want to? For a long time, I thought no. And for a long time, I did not want to. I didn't want to do anything anymore, but anything is possible. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. What does that mean to you? It means my life, <laughs> my whole, the whole process of my life right now. And I am entering the cave that I fear to enter. That's where I'm at in my life. And it's definitely going to reveal the treasure that I seek. So I'm, that's where I'm at in my life right now.